Hello and welcome to our discussion on the commodity sector. The unrest in Ukraine and subsequent Russian sanctions have plagued investors with uncertainty, leading to global indices taking a knock in the first quarter of 2022. However, commodity-heavy markets such as South Africa did not share in the same pain. In this uh, podcast discussion powered by PSG Wealth, our guest will share his microeconomic views focusing on the impact of the commodity sector and how they affect and inform portfolio positioning. I'm Rio Agavaza, business writer with the Business Day and a Financial Mail, and I'll be your host for this very fascinating discussion. Joining me today is Vaughan Henkel, who is the head of equity research over at PSG Wealth. Mr. Henkel, greetings to you today. Greetings to you, Madiwa, and please call me Vaughan. <laughs> no, 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 definitely going forward. Now, we've already spoken about, uh, you know, what's actually going on, the unrest, uh, subsequent sanctions, all of the uncertainty. As a point of departure in this uh, discussion, what is the current stance of the commodities sector, Vaughan, as people are thinking about how they should be perhaps allocating some of their funds, whether or not to be in the market, and how uh, the options are looking like at the moment. Thanks, Madiwa. In this particular instance, we are uh, essentially neutral on the commodity sector, which sounds like a cop-out, primarily because, as you rightly uh, categorized, there's a couple of different forces that are at play. So when we think about the commodity sector from a macro viewpoint, we at PSG Wealth use five lenses. One of the lenses is economic, which is typically growth and inflation. The other one is liquidity which is obviously the flow of funds into that particular sector or globally as per the Fed. The third one is valuation, which we'll unpack a little bit later because that's the one that's slightly less optimistic at the moment. Then given it's a commodity sector, we do look at momentum and then obviously fundamentals as well. So if we stack up those five factors, that gets us to a neutral positioning. So in the economic cycle, if you look at that, that's economics, and we look at growth and inflation, you would tick the box on inflation because commodities are typically a very, very good hedge against inflation and have been for a very long period of time. A lot of people wouldn't have been in the market long enough to see inflation at this kind of level, and uh, you'd have to cast your mind back quite a few years. But that is positive for commodities. The area that's flashing a little bit more yellow is the growth. Obviously, coming out of COVID, we've had a very good growth patch as we recovered from essentially locking down the world but the second derivative of the growth is slowing. So on the economic cycle, one positive, one slightly less positive. Liquidity, a lot of flowing of funds into commodities, and given has been a sector that's done poorly for a long period of time, a small flow of funds makes a big difference to that. So that's positive. Suffice it to say, certain commodities are more positive. Simplistically, oil, a lot of supply problems, demand is strong, whereas something like iron ore, there's a lot of supply, and the demand has been driven by China. So it depends on your commodities. Last two things, valuation at the, the PEs, if you look, look simplistically at valuation, is very low. But in the commodity sector, a low PE is not a great idea. It's very unusual. Most sectors, low PE is good. In this particular case, low PE typically tells you that the earnings base is very high. Finally, the momentum is pretty good. So if we put those factors, all five factors in together, that gets us to sort of a neutral positioning. 
with a couple of key areas to watch. All right. Now, with everything that you've just said, Vaughn, sort of highlighting the different factors and the different levels, you know, within which uh, the commodity sector has been affected. And I like the fact that you took us through both the positive and negative impacts. One might be keen to ask why all of this is important. How important is something like this, especially for people that are trying to make investment decisions? Why do we care is the short answer. So number one, the commodity sector or the resource sector is almost 40% of our market. Yes. It's now a very big component of the market. So if you want to outperform as an equity investor in South Africa or have a good return, you need to have a good handle on commodities. So that 40%, what is it made up of? Broadly speaking, three areas. Iron ore would be one, the Anglos and the Billitons, and I'm being very simplistic. The Platinums, which would be Amplats, Implats, um, and one or two others. And then the oil, which would be Sassel, even though Sassel is half a chemicals company. So as we alluded to earlier, do you like oil? We particularly do like oil. That would put Sassel at the top of your list. Obviously, that's one of the factors. The other factors are, is it expensive now? What could change? And how do we go from here? So for us, we like Sassel. We've got a a nice uh, position in Sassel, primarily because the oil price is high and for supply and demand reasons, we expect it to remain so. And Sassel is obviously actively exposed to that. So that, that's sort of how you unpack it. The other sectors, I won't go into the detail given the time right now, but that gives you a bit of a sense of why is it important? Why do we care? All right. And, and I think all of that then lends itself to the fact that we are sitting in South Africa because now that we've outlined why all of this stuff is important, we sort of have to drill down just a little bit to say how does something like this impact South Africa because that's the context within which a lot of people are sitting. You know, we don't find ourselves in Europe or the US. We find ourselves, you know, in South Africa. Do you know, it's a very good point. I'm glad you brought it up. Because once we take it a slightly more helicopter view and we have a look at South Africa, Inc., why is it good for us in South Africa? Now, obviously, we export iron ore, we export coal. Um, and essentially speaking, these high commodity prices mean that our terms of trade, um, simplistically, our exports minus our imports get a lot stronger. So what it means is that we're exporting the same amount of commodities because the price has been high the revenues that we get as a country is very high. The second part that comes from that is that our commodity companies pay a lot of tax. When when the prices are high, you can see their profits are very high and they pay a significant amount of tax. All of us would have seen from the newspapers that broadly speaking, the South African government got about 200 billion rands more in terms of income in this last year as a result of the taxes from our, um, among other things, our commodity producers. Why is that important? 200 billion, to put in context, our tax receipts are in the region of about one and a half trillion. So you're getting a good sort of 13, 14% literally from the benefits of high commodity prices. With the country that we have right now, that means that we have the fiscal ability to then pay more social grants and obviously protect our citizens from the downside of the COVID that we that we saw. So out of the, the tragedy of the Ukrainian war, you're seeing we as a country are benefiting. The second issue is that obviously that terms of trade means the rands remain strong and a big part of our inflation is imported inflation. So strong rand means inflation gets under control. So essentially for us as South Africans, 
this is good news long may it last no and it's always great to have good news you know particularly in the south african context and given everything that you know people have had to endure and one can think about globally or you've got a sell-off in certain markets such as technology but at least for something like commodities you know there's a bit of good news so when it comes to something like that then Vaughan, what should investors actually keep in mind when choosing commodity stocks right thanks madira obviously from our perspective We'll give you some pointers to, to guide you, but clearly this is something that is um, relatively complicated. But broadly speaking, number one is that the demand for commodities are primarily out of China. So what we're looking at right now is that China has essentially locked down a number of their, their people. And typically what they do is when they unlock them, the growth rate has been quite slow, so they want to stimulate. So we look at things like total social financing. That tells you how much money is being plowed into the Chinese economy, and that tells you that typically ends up in commodity prices. So we're watching total social financing. We're watching Chinese growth. The second thing uh, that we watch is PMIs, the Purchase Managing Index. In China, it is pretty depressed at the moment because China – has essentially slowed down its production. As it comes back up, those PMIs then tend to go up and you get to the point at which the stimulus, the total social financing slows down and then obviously that limits the commodity prices. The third thing would be inflation, global inflation. If that starts to to become under control, primarily through the US Fed hiking rates, then one of the key support factors for commodities, i.e. inflation, would be brought under control and it would be a less positive factor for commodities. Those would be the three key issues we would look at. The fourth one would be valuation. As we said, it's a little bit more complicated because the earnings base is so high, so the valuations are are pretty low at this point in time, and they're obviously paying significant dividends. So we would say if you slow down the dividends and start investing, i.e. you start to look at the supply side, of the equation. More supply obviously means lower prices. So those would be the four areas that we'd keep a close eye on to see um, when the commodities perhaps starts slowing down from a very high growth period. And then to end off the discussion, Vaughan, people might be curious to maybe get a sense from yourself around some of the other little nuggets that you in particular consider when choosing the commodity stocks. Obviously, the, the final factor that we would have a look at is commodities, one must remember, are very volatile. So there's a there's a health warning to all investors, is that if you look at a typical industrial stock, it typically grows in a steady state and is less volatile, i.e. the share price doesn't bounce around. Your risk with commodities is that the share price is very volatile and does bounce around. So if, if you'll excuse me and I go into a little bit of, of math speak, your sharp ratio, that's your return per unit of risk, sometimes can be somewhat limited in the commodity stocks, primarily because even though the returns are there, the volatility is very high. So we end with a health warning by saying one must be quite careful in the commodity sector because it is very volatile. And just because you've made good money doesn't mean you can't give it up very, very quickly. All right. So that's where we end off with a little bit of caution being thrown there by Vaughan, giving us some insight into the state of the commodity sector at the moment, because, you know, they've actually been spiking a little bit. But he does say that, you know, it's always great to get in. And it's been a bit of good news for the South African market, and especially given all the negativity that uh, we've had to enjoy 
endure. So it's great when we have a little bit of good news. But as good as that news is, he just says that as investors, people just need to be quite cognizant of the fact that there is all of that volatility in commodity stocks. So definitely something to think about. And then um, also at the same time, just talking about what's going on globally and then uh, how all of that is affecting some of the local companies in South Africa and the South African economy as a whole. So that has been a podcast on macroeconomic views focusing on the impact of the commodity sector and how they affect and inform portfolio positioning sponsored by PSG Wealth. I've been your host, Mbliwa Gavaza, with the Business Day and Financial Mail. I remember that you can subscribe for free episodes on iono.fm, Spotify, player.fm, Pocket Cast, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. <music>